Welcome to Running in Pursuit Podcast, a weekly podcast where we discuss what it looks like to follow after Jesus in ministry and everyday life, as well as another passion of ours, sports. I'm your host, Dusty Durbin, pastor of Big Level Baptist Church, and I'm alongside Connor Pounders, youth pastor of Big Level Baptist Church. Well, Connor, how have you been, man? Been doing good, bro. It has been a while since we've been on the podcast. Yep. We've uh, been extremely busy. Um, we, we've got back to worship service here at the church and um, trying to, to move forward in this, this COVID uh, pandemic season. Yep. It's been a wild ride. It has been a wild ride. Uh, any exciting things that have happened since we have recorded? Easier. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but, but you won't know a difference. Right, you know, until, until if you have more kids and you have some boys, um, so be, be prepared. You know, I've said it before: be prepared to get some sleepless nights. Yeah, we're excited about that. We've been trying to prepare for that. Get you as much sleep as you can now. Yeah, for some reason we've been awake for the past four or five nights. So I don't know why. We, I guess we think we're trying to prepare for that. But <laughs> got the baby room almost ready. Um, I feel like December is going to be here before we know it. That's great. Uh, you know, December will be here yeah. before you know it. Uh, March felt like a year. Uh, April felt like a year. We hit May and it started going fast. Then we hit June and now July is almost gone. And, and it just seems like it's, I don't know what the deal is. Uh, this this 2020, now I think I saw something where somebody had posted a calendar on, on Facebook and there was January and February and then the rest of the months were just all combined, <laughs> yeah. right? It's kind of kind of where we've been. Uh, yeah. Ministry's been uh, been difficult to be a pastor and minister in this time. We we've uh, not having a lot of face to face interaction with people. Just very minimal has been extremely difficult. Uh, you want to be there for people. You want to minister to them, but you also want to take precautions. Uh, not being able to. Uh, be in hospitals uh, and visit with those who are sick has been extremely difficult. So, it's, it's, but it's also on the flip side of that, it's it's been good to get uh, to worship again with people yeah. and see them in worship. And so, it's been it's been a wild, like I said, just a wild year. You know, um, you know, we were talking about some exciting things that were happening. My family just came back on a vacation. Um, we we went to North Carolina to Ridgecrest. Uh, Ridgecrest has, uh, well, Centrifuge, Lifeway, has had to cancel all of their camps. And so at Ridgecrest, uh, you know, I didn't realize there was the Ridgecrest Conference Center, and then there was a Ridgecrest Boys Camp, Camp Ridgecrest, and then there was uh, Crest Ridge Camp, which was the uh, girls' camp. And they're separate facilities away from the Ridgecrest Conference Center, not far. Ah. Uh, They both have a little lake, and they both have... It's just really neat. And so what they... And since they had to cancel both of those, they went ahead and did family getaways through August. I think it's like first week of August or August 12th, something like that. And and they made it to where you pay so much a day, you get three rooms... You get your room, three meals... Uh, and then you get to do all these activities. And so our kids wow. got to, uh, we did too, throw, throw, throw an axe, uh, which was really fun. My boys loved that. Even Hallie liked throwing an axe uh, with my help, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, they, they got to shoot skeet, shoot rifles. Um, they're, they're, on the lake, they have different 
uh, activity. So there's this blob. And, you know, as a kid, we grew up watching some of these movies that had the blob in it where you would jump on it and sling somebody in the air. Oh, and yeah. So our kids got to do that, and they um, slingshot. Micah went off of a rope into the water. It's just really relaxing. You know, we spent uh, Monday, th- and we left Thursday, but was not in a rush. We wouldn't have to drive really far. We didn't have to find a place to eat. We didn't have to wait in line at restaurants. You know, we just... Uh, we social distance. We didn't have much interaction with people, but uh, we just were to ourselves and got to just experience uh, f- some family time. Uh, we even played as a family laser tag against another family and other families. And uh, that's fun when you've got kids under 10 trying yeah. to go against teenagers. Yeah. Uh, so so we d- obviously were not great <laughs> in laser Jesus. tag. Uh, <laughs> I guess so. But, but we had fun. You know, my kid, it was a blast. It was probably truthfully... Uh, one of the best vacations we had, and so I, I don't even know if anybody's listening to this, but 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 our family, man. But but I, I think uh, I want to thank Ridgecrest uh, at Lifeway for what they did at Ridgecrest this this summer, uh, allowing us to experience that, and uh, thank the SBC uh, this week podcast, uh, Jonathan Howe, uh, who mentioned that on one of his podcasts. And so mm-hmm. I even sent him a message to thanking him for, for letting it be a resource of the week. Um, yeah. so my family enjoyed it and, uh, good to be back. Good being back in the office this week, preparing for uh, Sunday sermon. Yeah. I'm glad you guys are back. I'm glad you guys had fun. Um, I'm excited to go on vacation in about a month. So it's good to get away, you know, in, in the midst of this pandemic, you, you know, while we were not able to do a lot of visiting over these past several months, especially not able to make a hospital visit since mid-March, yeah. Yeah. Um, we have, have been probably busier uh, work putting in, uh, especially on the front end, a lot more hours mm-hmm. uh, trying to figure out how we're going to provide services. And so, so it was good to just relax a little bit and unwind uh, from, from running uh, so, so hard and so long these past four months. Yeah. So today, though, on the podcast, uh, Connor, I, I was wanting to talk about just showing grace. You know, our uh, so many people have so many different opinions about so many things right now. I know, that, I know that sounds very general, but there's so many opinions about should we continue to gather? Should we limit our gathering? Should we wear masks? Should we not wear masks? Uh, should the kids go to school? Should they do virtual school? And and, and it's almost like those that are in leadership are trying to make decisions and you can't make the right decision. Yeah. And, and what you I mean can. by that is no matter what decision a school board official makes, people are going to be mad uh, and they can't win. No matter what decision a church leader makes, that they can't, you, you can't win. And everybody's trying to navigate, uh, navigate the, this, the, this pandemic the best we can, you know. Should, you know, they didn't teach us that stuff in school, huh? No, 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 they didn't. You know, um, <laughs> didn't foresee <laughs> teaching how that. How do you prepare for a pandemic? How do you prepare for a pandemic? You know, uh, you know, some churches are requiring masks. Some churches are taking temperatures before the people come into church. And you know, I'm kind of on the end where I don't think we should require masks, but but requesting people or just saying suggesting it. And you know, hey, you, you may want to wear a mask. You know. Um, and listen, wearing a mask is not caving into uh, government. It, it's it's we have to remember everything we do. One and one is for the glory of God, right? Mm-hmm. 
And, and when you think about that, you, how do we love our neighbor? So how, what, how and what we do should always be in the mindset of how do I best love my neighbor? And with that, we show grace. That, and I guess that's the key where I want to go. We need to show grace with those who differ than we do on this. We realize that none of us are experts. When it comes to the medical field, I'm not an expert, right? You're not an expert. And, and 90% of people, 99%, I don't know, I guess I can't really throw out a percentage, but most of us, we're just not experts on, on what works and what doesn't work. Even the experts are trying to figure this thing out because we just don't know. It's changing based on when they get more information. Or- yeah. Which is fine with me. I mean, if their, if their opinion changes with more information, that mean that makes sense. That's right. Yeah. And so, so as believers, as believers, how do we respond? Well, well, if you're listening to this, let me encourage you: just be gracious, have a heart of Christ. You know, uh, Philippians chapter two, um, around around verse uh, nine ish. Um, five, six, somewhere in there, he says to adopt the same attitude of Christ. Now he goes into explaining Christ uh, being humble and and, uh, going to the point of death. But if we adopt the same attitude of that of Christ Jesus, uh, we will say, okay, well, I may not agree with you, but I'm going to be gracious because at the end of the day, none of us really know what's going on. And I'm not going to get mad, and I'm not going to get offended, and I'm not going to uh, judge or, or belittle uh, just because somebody else has a different opinion than me. Mm-hmm. And I think if we can have that mindset and really practice that, uh, we'll get through this. You know, I, I think mm-hmm. about what Paul says. You know, look, every, Paul says everything is, is permissible, but not everything is beneficial, right? One for our own soul. Now, I know he's talking about what we do. Right. As, as believers and, and the things that we partake in. And he's talking about, you know, sin and everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible and not everything is beneficial for our soul because we can't lose our salvation. When we apply that to, the, to this situation, we need to realize that, that people are going to make different decisions. And those decisions may be right and they may be wrong. As a pastor, I'm going to make some wrong decisions. It was we as we walk through this, our, our leadership is going to make some wrong decisions, probably just because we don't know. Mm-hmm. But we need to be gracious when the when somebody makes decisions. You know, I, I, you get on Facebook, and it's really heart disheartening to see attacks on leaders. I'm not talking about church leaders. I'm talking about community leaders on on community leaders who are trying their best to make decisions, whether they're school board officials or what. Um, trying to make their make decisions that that I fully believe they have the best intent of the students and the teachers and they're trying to navigate this the best they can and and while they may make some decisions that you know I just don't agree with I've got to trust that at the end of the day they're they're making some they're doing the best they can and and I may I may have truly have some strong opinions but I'm going to show them grace in that and I think as believers, that's what we need to do. You know, Paul says, I become all things, all people, so that I may win some. Paul says, eating meat causes your brother to stumble, don't eat meat. And you think about that, and, and what, what, what we learn from that is that we need to be gracious. I don't know if that makes sense, Connor. 
Yeah, and it reminds me we need to also um, exemplify the fruits of the Spirit also. Yeah. And with all of those different things, like love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, all those types of things, we need to have those in, uh, in light of all of this, too. Yeah. Um, to love our brothers and sisters. If they're wearing masks, if they're not wearing masks, um, to have joy, to have this, this peace and patience, that was especially patience yeah. during all of this. But, and, and you make um, a point here. If, if we know somebody is not comfortable being around others without masks, we should have a mask on us. Now, I'm not saying wear it all the time, but if you come in contact with somebody that just is not comfortable being around you, if you don't have a mask, put the mask on. That, yeah. That's becoming all things to all people. That's uh, if eating meat causes your brother to stumble, don't eat meat. If putting on the mask gives you an opportunity to minister, mm-hmm. what, what, what is the harm yeah. of wearing the mask? Not. There is no harm. You know, I mean, yesterday there was a person that was wearing a mask all day, and then I mean, I didn't have one on me, but I kept my distance because I just I knew that that person didn't want to be close. You know, yeah. Especially because I didn't have masks, but I mean, I kept my my probably more than six feet, but yeah, um, and 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 that's the right thing to do. You know, we this isn't going away. No. Maybe spring we'll have a vaccination, and maybe. But what's the next pandemic, right? What's the next disease that's going to come out? I, I read a report. I don't know how true it is. I read a report out of China. Somebody had uh, tested positive for the bubonic plague. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> it would, really wouldn't surprise me. I'm not saying that happened, but but it doesn't surprise me. So, you know, you see some... John MacArthur's taking some heat right now from some. He's being praised from others. You know, their church had a full crowd Sunday. And, and when I looked at it, there was nobody wearing a mask. But, but John MacArthur took a stand this past week. You know, the, the governor basically shut down churches, but he didn't yes. shut down other things. Yes. And, and John MacArthur said, you know, we're, we're going to worship. And, and I encourage you, go search that, that sermon. The last 10 minutes, he does a phenomenal job of really explaining out whether you agree with him or not. I'm not here to talk about that. But he explains why they're going to continue to worship. And, and truthfully, he has a biblical reason to worship. That's in California. It's in California. Yeah. Um, and see, that, that, that is totally different from what we've been doing when we shut our church down. Absolutely. Completely different. Absolutely. Um, and why they're fighting to stay open. That's right. Nobody told us we could not worship. Right. We, the churches in Mississippi and most of the country were not singled out. It was on the same playing field as bars and restaurants and bowling alleys and movie theaters. They were not told, but, but even then we were not told we couldn't worship. It was, right. We were asked not to worship. Now, there were some places, Louisville yeah. faced some that, some discrimination a little bit. Yeah. Even in Greenville, Mississippi, mm-hmm. you, you had a church that was shut down by, by local government. Uh, in those instances, you know, I'm reminded of what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego says. I'm not going to bow down to Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. I worship only one true God. And, and we obey the government um, until the government calls us to disobey God. Yep. And so, so I just want to encourage you, strongly encourage you, show grace where grace can be shown. People are going to disagree with you. People are going to take stances 
that maybe you don't think is right. People are going to take stances that I don't agree with. I may take a stance you don't agree with. Let's be gracious. Um, As long as the word of God is not being defied or defiled, um, be gracious and use opportunities uh, to share the gospel with other people. Remember, remember, we're not living for ourselves. It's not about what I want to do or what I think is right. At the end of the day, we are people of the book. And when I say the book, I mean the very word of God, the inerrant, infallible, authoritative, uh, inspired word of God. And and everything that we do and everything that we think um, must be shaped by the Word of God and come from the Word of God. And that means there are many times in our lives where we have to put aside uh, personal preferences or even personal opinions Mm -hmm. and say, does this personal opinion line up with the Word of God? And if it doesn't, what do we do? We go with what the Word of God says. And I believe the Word of God guides us in showing grace. The Bible doesn't tell us, do you wear a mask or do you not wear a mask? The Bible doesn't tell us, do you uh, have a full worship service or schedule or do you not? Uh, the Bible says, don't forsake the gathering of the, of the saints. And I believe we need, to, we need to gather together some way, shape, or form. Now, I do not believe in online church. I believe we can... For a season, as we have done, and there may be some times where we have to get back to that in the future, depending on what, what happens. I don't know where we're, we're providing worship opportunities online, but at some point we cannot neg- negate or neglect the gathering together with the saints. Right. And I almost feel like for a season we've, we're looking more like the New Testament church than we ever had before. Our westernized way of doing things have been... Shut down. Yep. I don't know if I can see what your best way to say it. Yep. And we've had to find ways to worship. Um, and so it's good to be back. But um, so at the end of the day, I know we said a lot, show grace. When somebody does something, if they're not dis- de- defying the word of God, show grace. Does that make sense? It makes sense. It makes perfect sense. All right, guys, when we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit about baseball. Baseball starting back, basketball starting back. We finally have some sports to talk about. When we come back, that's what we talk about. All right, so over the weekend, uh, baseball. Thursday. Regular, yeah, Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, shortened season, 60 games for the Major League Baseball season into the playoffs postseason. Um, so I watched Thursday and Friday. I watched a lot Saturday and Sunday. Um, a little bit different with the car- the cardboard cutouts. With uh, the Dodgers are doing the cardboard cutouts, yeah. hundred and fifty dollars a piece for one cardboard cutout behind the state behind the, the stands. So if I so am I correct? People can have their cutout of themselves. Yeah, it's a cutout of themselves. Or like I guess it must be uh, season ticket holders. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. That's pretty neat. It's kind of cool. Um, Fox did something really cool and really weird. Um, I can't figure out what I like about it or not. But, uh, okay, so they, they pumped in crowd noise. Yeah. They took all of the crowd, all of the sounds that you hear is from MLB The Show. So every sound that you hear, besides, like, obviously, like, the regular baseball that's going on, 
but all the boos, all the cheers, all of the, uh, just the kind of the, yeah, you know, just that type of stuff going on in the atmosphere um, around baseball is from the video game being pumped in. Really? Yes. Okay. So that was cool. The other weird part I can't get my head around is they use a virtual crowd. Yeah, I noticed that, and and I'm not sure I like that. It, it was it was odd. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of helped a little bit. I don't know, but then I started looking, and I was like, man, this is not look. And like they said, I've read an article. They were trying. They were saying, you know, we're not trying to fool anybody. Like we know it doesn't look really that real, but it does help add. A little bit to the game, I the, guess. But. The cardboard cutouts, to me, added more than the virtual. Man, those cardboard cutouts got to be weird on the field when you're playing. It does. But, you know, one of the two of the teams, and I can't remember which one it was now, got in an argument. Like, the teams are coming out mm-hmm. of their dugouts. But it's because as the guy was going back to, to his dugout, he made a statement. Well, normally... What they were saying was normally if a team makes a statement about another team in the dugout, you don't hear it. The, the other team doesn't right, hear it yeah. because of the crowd and the noise. And so it, it's, it is, it's, it's weird yeah. all the way around. You, you're used to seeing people play or see people in the stadium. You're the cheering. But I tell you what, it was great to see live professional sports. That's right. Yeah. Um, now, I didn't watch all of them. We were, you know, but... Uh, I did watch a little bit of the Astros game. I recorded the Astros game mm-hmm. so I can f- fully watch it later. Uh, the Astros did win, if I'm not mistaken, they're two and three over the weekend against uh, the Mariners. And so even though you now they wouldn't hit in trash cans. Um, yeah, with no, with no fans, they can hear the trash cans better, huh? <laughs> there was no trash cans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin Verlander pitched a really good game, and then the next day he's out for the season because of an elbow injury. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see some more of that. In fact, I think it was two high-profile, Justin Verlander and somebody else, pitchers that, that are out for the season because mm-hmm. of, of, show, of elbow injuries. And I wonder if, because they had so long, they had like four months off before they had opportunity to train. Uh, but but I tell you, man, I, it's good to see them play. and and. They extended the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken, and so it's going to be a – I like the 60-game season. You know, I typically don't watch professional baseball until after the the All-Star break anyway when, when it starts mattering. Yeah. And, you know, I, don't, I think the, I think people are going to take a lot more interest in it, obviously just because it's, it's live sports, but also because, like, I've never sat here and looked up teams' uh, teams winning percentage or their win-loss record. Because it's just so many games, I yeah. can't keep up with it. But here I am, just trying to look it up, just to be like, okay, well, now we only got six or fifty-seven more games left. Yeah, so these three it, games more matter. Interesting. Yeah, these games are more interesting and they matter more. Uh, but I think the owners are too. They would never ever stop with their hundred and eighty-one games. It's too year. much money. Too much money coming in. Yeah. From those games that they would lose, but I would I would almost argue people would go to more games. Or more more ticket sales would be we would be had if you had less games because people would be more interested. Yeah, maybe so. Um, you probably would have a lot more viewership yeah. on on TV uh, because, like you said, you know I'm not going to watch 180 game, 160. I think it's 162 game schedule. I can't do it. I, I'm just not going to follow that long. Uh, I, I'll keep up with scores. I'll kind of watch the record, but. 
I, I don't have time to watch that many ball games. Mm-mm. I barely have time. I don't even have time to watch all um, of LSU's football games. I have to record them and, and skip through them pretty quick during the football season just because, it, you know, but um, but it's good to be back. It's good to watch baseball. I, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, that was good to watch. Um, basketball starts here in a couple days. Is um, is Zion Williams back? Uh, I don't think he's back yet. I'm trying to figure out what he's what he's doing. Is he hurt? Well, he left. Was it two weeks ago? We were going last week. So two weeks ago, he left because of a family uh, medical emergency. Oh, okay. And and they were hoping he would be back. Uh, if he's back and can play, I think the Pelicans have a good shot of making the playoffs. If he's not back, I'm not certain they have a great shot of making the playoffs. Yeah, he's back. Is he? Yep. So is it saying if he will play in the opening opening game? I think so. So he's – yeah, I don't know if he's got to uh, quarantine or not. He had a quarantine so many days per days he, were, he was gone or something like that. Yeah, it says that he is back in the bubble. Good. If he's getting to play, I think the Pelicans have a really, really good shot of making playoffs. So Maybe gonna, even going deep. Are you going to watch basketball? I will when I can. I'm 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 gonna keep up with the Pelicans. Okay. Listen, it's only eight game season or eight games left of the season, and and then playoffs. Yeah. Well, there'll be a play in, right? Um. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Look, we we didn't get college baseball, which I was extremely disappointed about. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Okay. I might. I think I'm gonna watch more baseball than I am basketball. But. Now, are they playing baseball throughout the week as well? Oh, or yeah. is it, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's just going to be like a normal season. Now, basically yeah. every day there will be games on. Yeah. So that will be good, to, good. And hopefully we'll get college football back. We got, I know we've got mini camps and stuff going on right now. So. Yeah. So do you have a projection of professional baseball World Series? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't I either. I tend to think probably the Dodgers and the Yankees will be playing again. Um, yeah, the Dodgers are really good. But I tell you who's an, who's an outlier based on the fact that they're playing regionally and has one of the better shots besides some of the others is Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. Uh, just who they're playing and, and their opportunity. If they can, especially in a 60-game season, I think they've got a shot, especially with an extended uh, playoff. Yeah. Boy, I feel bad for the for the Blue Jays. Yeah, they. I mean, I guess they know where they're going to play now. But as of last week, they didn't even know where they were going to be able to play. They're playing in their minor league ballpark in yeah. Buffalo, and I don't yeah. even think it's a Triple A minor league park. I think it's a small park. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I felt bad. Canada basically said, "You're not your teams. You're playing are not coming in. You're not coming in for a few days and leaving for a few days." Yeah, and you know they. People were wondering, well, what's the difference between that and the hockey? Well, the hockey, they're doing all at one spot. Like, hmm. they're kind of doing like the NBA's doing. And they were saying that, you know, the Blue Jays will be traveling into the U.S., back to Canada, out, yep. and back. So they didn't want, yeah. want them to play. Well, you know, they even like went to teams like Pittsburgh and said, hey, you know, we're playing, we're playing you in the season. Can we just, you know, play our, work out our schedule where we play our games here? And they were told <laughs> no. Oh, really? Yeah, there was like several teams. They were going to pay to rent their park. Uh, and, and so they ended up having to play in Buffalo at, at one of the Blue Jays' uh, minor league parks. Hmm. So 
uh, awkward, yeah. uh, odd, but but they'll get through it. Yeah. Well. So. Well, we're professional. We're uh, finally in a season where there's some professional live sports on TV, and uh, it's good to be back. Yeah. It's good, good to have it back. It is. Well, friends, until next time, uh, will you run in pursuit of Jesus, seeking to make disciples wherever you are?